Welcome back to uh, a normal episode of Protein in Prayer. And when I say normal, I mean a little bit longer length and um, just a discussion on fitness and faith and uh, how the two of them, according to uh, 1 Timothy um, chapter 4, uh, specifically states that physical discipline is of some value, but spiritual discipline um is more valuable because it holds promise for this lifetime and the next. Uh, it's a paraphrase, but just really think that it uh, has been weighing on me pretty heavy uh, this week that um, the spiritual discipline, you know, has been something that uh, I definitely need to put more emphasis on uh, in my life. And so I uh, started doing the little hymns of praise series. Uh, those have been really good and um, another book that I've been reading um, as it relates to raising young boys <laughs> um, we'll get into a little bit in this episode as well um, on the fitness side of things I think New Year's is always a time where a lot of resolutions are made specifically around the diet wellness uh, space and um, again I I think that those have value. Uh, certainly been a proponent of that uh, my whole life as a physical therapist and um, certified strength and conditioning specialist and my wife being uh, so passionate in her degree of uh, kinesiology and fitness development that um, it's definitely been a, um, a cornerstone <laughs> in our our lives and in our household to uh, promote and um, to be examples of good healthy habits and healthy discipline. Um, but I'm excited for this chapter and this uh, season of life where it seems that uh, we're taking that, that needed turn um, towards the spiritual uh, discipline side. So uh, we've got some uh, exciting new uh, projects in the works. Um, you know, I just feel like uh, there's a priming uh, of the pump, so to speak, of just some really good um opportunities and um, a missional focus toward family and towards raising um, raising up spiritual warriors who uh, who carry a sword um, they know how to use it but they're doing the work at the same time as in uh, the example of Nehemiah uh, rebuilding the temple walls and I just think that this country needs some rebuilding and uh, see a lot of parallels there so uh, on the fitness front, uh, hit an all-time high bench press, 300 pounds. Uh, never thought that, um, that that would come. I'm 37, almost 38. I've always just kind of hovered around that 260 to 275-ish range of bench and just never could seem to uh, get over the hurdle and made about a 25-pound jump and um, was just benching just kind of randomly one day. Um and uh, was feeling good so I decided to see uh, test my max was towards the end of the year uh, had a little bit of a side bet with a young a young buck uh, on um, who could make it to 300 first and uh, I just decided to send it and uh, had 295 on the bar which was I was gonna be thrilled with uh, to hit 295 and uh, I went up pretty easy and I said I cannot let this pass and uh, not try to go for 300 so put 300 on the bar and it still went up and uh, at that point I, I knew I was probably fried and wanted to end on a high so I didn't uh, push it but in hindsight I think there's a little bit more there in the tank so that's exciting to uh, 
be a little bit older and still uh, still be showing these young bucks. Uh, they got a lot to learn. So, <laughs> um, but uh, but anyway, uh, the goal this year is really to uh, improve some cardiovascular fitness. Um, try to get back into running. I think my back is is in a place where my back and hips um, are feeling good, where they can. Um, I think take uh, some of the some of the running, so we're gonna try to make a go at that again this year, and um, yeah, see where that see where that takes us. So excited for that! But yeah, let's get into uh, some of the spiritual side of things. Um, this fall, I've uh, really put a lot of effort into building what I'm calling the upper room. Uh, so it's uh, I work from home, so it's a, a bit of an office. I'm trying to change my language and call it a study uh, because that's really what I want it to be a place where uh, I can study scripture uh, long long term uh, where I can just come up and reflect um, it's kind of this upper room idea so um, yeah just calling it the upper room you know oh dad's in his upper room uh, I just really want it to be a, a place where uh, my kids can come uh, but also where I can kind of retreat to and just um, you know, meet with other men, meet with um, families together where we can uh, have Bible studies and pursue God. Um, you know, we pulled a fireplace up here. If you hear that crackling in the background, um, you know, it's a provides just a, a nice warmth up here, and uh, just really, really been enjoying putting the pieces together to make it a space where uh, God can ultimately uh, just be glorified in family and. Uh, you know, ministry to others in our lake uh, community here. So, yeah, so that's what the uh, the fall's been going on. But uh, I got, um, you know, I've been meeting with some young men. Uh, some are married, some are not, um, and uh, just happened to be um, looking at the Bible store lately. Uh, got a new Bible. We'll talk about that in another episode, I think, but... Um, they had this old book section or this used book section, I should say, and they had a shelf of just some, some older books and I was just kind of flipping through. I've got, uh, four young children that at some point, uh, you know, um, certainly my oldest, uh, is beginning to, um, you know, enter that stage of life where, um, the body changes dramatically, um, you know, through puberty and, um, just wanting to make sure that uh, purity and um, you know a good proper uh, sexual education occurs at home and so uh, this title just kind of caught me there's no cover no no title to the front of the book it's just on the binding and it was just sitting there on the shelf and it's it's the title of the book is the sanctity of sex and I just thought wow that's kind of a capturing title for um, reading through here um, so just I've, I've only read the first couple chapters um, and it's a very short book um, but the author had this to say in the prologue which I thought was um, just a, a really interesting uh, take he said uh, so if any through the adequate and timely warnings of such uh, faithful privilege escaped the impure habits so common to youth then these happy few can pass over chapter three and make their start at chapter four and uh, you know chapter three is more about um, the anatomy and, and what happens as um, as children develop um, 
I just thought, boy, he's he's basically saying, hey, if you've made it through, uh, if you had faithful parents who um, were able to train you and to educate you to escape impure habits uh, that were common in your youth, and then he says, these happy few, and I just thought, man, I wish that was more. You know, I wish he said, hey, the majority of you can pass over to chapter three. Um but then his longer statement is here, and this is what I really wanted to read. He said, For those whose parents, either by reason of cowardice or an ultra-sensitive character, failed in their duty. I just thought, whoa, that's a slap in the face. Uh, am I failing in my duty? Am I cowardice or, you know, just ultra-prude? You know, we don't talk about sex in this house. And... Um, you know, that's. Uh, I think that was just good timing because I, I don't feel like I've failed in my duty. I feel like we, uh, you know, have been open with our our boys at, at appropriate ages to begin those conversations of of hanging out with with girls or, um, you know, what that looks like, how you should be uh, interacting at this stage of life, but not shying away from, you know, um, your body's going to go through changes. You're going to. Uh, begin to demonstrate, um, you know, adult male um, ideals of marriage and um, pursuing a, a spouse, and and part of that is is physical attraction. Um, and so, may that be, you know, a challenge to you if you are listening to this and you uh, have young young boys, especially for me. That's just, you know, my girls for sure too, but they're a little bit. Uh, further behind uh, but for right now the boys you know are certainly getting to that age where I want to make sure that I don't um, I don't abandon um, that that responsibility um, but I thought I'd talk a little bit about this one paragraph here that I thought was just a beautiful culmination of what it means to pursue relationship with Christ as a focus um, so the paragraph goes, The object of Christian courtship, therefore, is that the two partners should grow together in this fusion of spirit and soul, so that the ultimate union of body is the expression and symbol of their God-united spirits. If over the period of courtship and engagement this spiritual unity has been established, and finally the consecration of the Lord has been sought in the solemn act of marriage, then the sex act becomes an amazingly pure and beautiful thing, enriching the lives of both husband and wife. For such, their bed is truly undefiled. Man, if my children only understand this sequence of events and how this author outlined the pathway um, to... Uh, physical intimacy and sex, man, uh, I'll, I'll be a happy father uh, if they can just get that one paragraph. I just thought it was a great culmination and outline of, of what it means to pursue um, pursue a wife, pursue a husband, and uh, pursue God and your spirits together um, through your courtship and engagement. And uh, finally, if you uh, do take the solemn act of marriage, uh, not solemn because it's sad, but solemn because it's serious. Um, 
then the sex act becomes an amazingly pure and beautiful thing and uh, I it couldn't uh, I have nothing more to add to his uh, his outline there I just thought it was great so I thought I would share anyway let's uh, let's pray for your week uh, it's about midweek here uh, when this goes uh, out it should be about Thursday and um, just it's been a great week it's been a challenging week there's been ups and downs um, and so let me just pray for us for the remainder of our week and uh, I hope to do these longer episodes uh, maybe once a week but let's pray Heavenly Father thank you for those who may be listening uh, even if it's just myself <laughs> listening to myself talk uh, into a microphone here in my study I just thank you for uh, your blessing on my life. I thank you for the blessing of those uh, who may be listening. May they truly find um, their purpose and self-worth in their relationship with you, uh, that you ultimately will reconcile mankind to yourself. And I just pray that if those that are listening have not made that decision to follow Christ, that you would pull them into a local church body where they can be fed and shepherded and uh, make that decision to follow the true shepherd, uh, your son, Jesus. And so just pray for that. Uh, pray for my children and my family. Uh, may you continue to pursue me as the leader of this family to lead well and to lead with um, pure intentions, to lead with biblical foundation uh, and I uh, just so thank you for the word of God that you've given to us that uh, that we so commonly call the Bible but it is truly the word of God and I just thank you for that word it guides us in every aspect of life and it's our it's our resource and uh, to be cherished and not ever taken lightly so I thank you, uh, encourage these uh, believers listening today and, and those who may be on a path of, of uh, belief that uh, they would pursue some physical discipline. It is of value. You tell us that it's of value. Uh, you created these bodies to be prepped, to be strong, to be uh, healthy. Uh, this is the temple of God in this lifetime, and so may we take care of it, may we steward it well. And may we ultimately uh, enjoy some protein and a little bit of prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.